Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Gym Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler. Over there is John. Hi, John. Hello, Tyler. Guys, this week, we want to get into one of the biggest opportunities that you guys are missing out on if you're not selling this program. This is something that we've seen most of our people, if you're asking it, if you're offering, uh, 90% of the people that they close will choose this upsell. So this episode is, why are you not selling nutrition? We'll get right into it. Before we start, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Tyler F. And Stone. Call John, follow John on Instagram at jbanksfl, and follow the show at the Gym Owners Podcast on Instagram. You also need to be getting into the Facebook group. That's where we we have the discussions. We have all sorts of, uh, I throw some freebie stuff out there, some stuff that maybe we kind of do in some of our paid programs. But if you want to get in and get started, get involved in the network, uh, get the benefits of a good network of coaches and business owners trying to make big moves happen, get into there. The link's in our description. John, nutrition coaching. So we got into this thing realizing, applying regular business principles. And these business principles were people like having a choice, right? And they want to choose things that fit the things that they need addressed in a whatever sort of transaction they're trying to get, right? There's a reason people choose uh, roadside assistance when they buy vehicles. There's a reason people choose extended warranties. There's a reason people buy a vehicle with a warranty as opposed to a used vehicle without one. And why is that? Because they value whatever that is. They may value the safety or the convenience or whatever it is. They don't want to be left on the side of the road. That's a front concern, upfront concern for them. I'm buying AAA, <laughs> whatever it is. That's, that's the thing that people do. And so we always try to apply those, like whatever these people think they need in order to get them to where they want to be, especially in fitness, you should probably be offering those services or at the very least be getting paid for directing them to someone who does. And the big one that we've seen here is nutrition. Guys, every single person, people may be afraid of joining a gym, but all these people who want to lose weight, want to look better, uh, they maybe are scared or intimidated to join the gym. They always ask about nutrition. Almost always, anyone who has physique changes to be made, if you ask the right questions, they're just dangling the, please sell me nutrition, please sell me nutrition. That, that they, they practically serve that up on a silver platter for you. I would be willing to challenge that even if they don't, they don't ask. You may have people early on that are not asking, but don't make the mistake that every single person is dealing with being a habitual yo-yo dieter, if they've been alive since 1978 to 1988, they have gone through some shit when it comes to what they eat. Because if you think about it, it went from sugar's bad, fat's bad, fat's good. Carbs bad. be keto now, carbs are bad. Like it's, just, it's the yo-yoing is so real that everyone is either dealing this totally on their own or figuring out whatever their brother's sister's nephew is up to, and now maybe they're going to try it. Did you know that apples are bad and bacon is good, Tyler? Uh, who'd have thought? That's what it was <laughs> in the 2000s. So, like, if yeah. the idea is everyone is dealing with this, whether they're coming to you to talk to you about it is the question. Yeah. But they are dealing with it. So whether you're having that be part of your conversation is really what we're driving. So when I poll the members in our group, we only had a few people respond to this poll, and some said more than 70%, some said around 30, they 40. they close if they're asking? Yeah, yeah, of the people that close, how many people, how many of them, what percent of them do you do also buy nutrition? Not how many are you asking, but how many also buy nutrition? 
And we got numbers kind of all over the place. Uh, what I'm more concerned about is the people who do not respond to that poll. Because those are the ones that I'm pretty sure don't sell any nutrition or at the very least are not trying to sell nutrition. Here's the thing, first off, if you have a nutrition program and you're complaining because people aren't buying it, you're not selling it. That's the problem, you're not offering it. You're, it's not even about selling it. Let's just talk new, new members first, new members coming in. If you're closing, let's just pretend your numbers suck and you're only getting 10 new members a year and your turnover, you're breaking even or whatever. Let's say you're not, but every one of them, almost all of them should be buying nutrition. At some point, you should get, and, and let me go off some numbers that matter that are directly to me. Me and my wife currently handle, and with personal training clients, around 30 people, over 30 people. And I think it's 31 now. But of the 30, when we counted the first 30, 28 of those 30 have chosen additional nutrition services. And I would say probably half of those 28 chose even a level up above that. Now, what does that mean, money-wise? For us, it's almost a guaranteed over the life of that thing, at least another 600 bucks on the closing, usually around, it can be anywhere from 300 to 1,000, depending on the length of the product or the, you know, the depth of the product and all the accountability built in or however you sell it. But you're looking at on average between five and 600 bucks per person times per person. 28 out of 30. So how much money are you leaving on the table because you're not, you don't even ask, by the way, I didn't, this isn't, I don't, my nutrition program is not fucking anything special. There's no bells and whistles to it. I don't even have to talk about what it is. I don't have to show them anything snazzy. The first few that I sold it to, it didn't even exist until I sold it. And then I figured out how am I going to coach these people? What tools am I going to use? How am I going to send it out? And then I started tuning it up and you have to be doing this guys. This is, this is the way you have to do most of your business is you can't plan it all beginning to end and make it perfect and shiny and send it out. You're not, you're not manufacturing cars here. It doesn't have to be perfect before it rolls out. There just needs to have a concept that then people will get fired up about. And when they start throwing your money, money your way, then you can get a real nice tuned up version out there for everybody to get their hands on. But how much money are you leaving on the table? It's a lot. So you need to be offering it. You need to figure it out. Now, maybe you don't have the time. Maybe you don't have the know-how to be selling nutrition. Or maybe you're a bit afraid of, of what to do. Then what are you doing for nutrition? That's the question. What are you doing? Maybe it's just that. Maybe do a low-key thing. Like, here's exactly what I do. Do a low barrier to entry. We have seen options that exist anywhere from $100 just PDF we come in, we've, for an extra hundred bucks, we'll give you this thing. It's like a, a four week meal plan. Just jam it out. You can kind of go this, this will get you some momentum. And then you can kind of sort out the rest from there. By the way, almost everyone will buy that hands down. Almost everyone, regardless of what they think they know about nutrition. Um, the other ones we've done is a 12 week email sequence. Where we just make, here's some homework for you this week. Here's how I'd like to eat this week. Observe this, try this, introduce this. It's just a 12-week transformation journey. We sold that for three or 400 bucks a piece. Build it once, send it out anytime someone buys it. That's free money. Uh, we've done more in-depth coaching where we're doing specific macros and stuff like that and check-ins. But even then, once you build the system for how you get their stuff sent out to them in the first place, all you're doing is checking in and holding them accountable. That grocery store tours, uh, you know, food check-ins, uh, having... You can have little meetup events. You can do groups. You can do challenges. There's all sorts of things you can do for nutrition. But when people are walking in your doors wanting to make a physical change, they know if you ask them the right questions, they all will say, yeah, and I just need to get my food shit right. I just, I've never got my food shit right. I need help. I want accountability. Accountability still sells too. That term works. They just want someone to tell them what to do. 
and make sure that they do it because they know it's them. They know it's that you know it's you. <laughs> you know, if you put on 20 pounds in the next two months, John, you know it's you. You can be like, oh, life was busy, but deep down, you know it's you. Meaning when it comes to that, you're going to want a plan and just somebody to hold your feet to the fire. And you'll pay money for it because you know what? You were left to your own devices before and skidded back. Because why? Because it was you. And that's always the truth. So nutrition, guys, if you're not offering it, you're fucking up. <laughs> to go back to what a couple episodes ago. Absolutely. It also comes down to where when we know when people come to you for the very first time, especially for those new clients that are coming, yeah, their pain is always the greatest. So since their pain is at maximum, when so and what I mean by pain, let me describe that. I'm not talking about physical pain. I'm talking about what they want to achieve. Get a little closer, Mike. Sorry. It's general strip now. What they want to achieve. That's your mic's not on, that's why. I don't think we're using your mic. Sorry, Where John. Am I it's, I'm hearing it out of your AirPods or something. No. I don't know. It's fine. We'll keep moving. We'll roll with it. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's definitely not coming from the microphone. It's fine. Oh. We'll roll. There you are. There you are. Goodness. That's why it was off. Okay. What you want to achieve, what somebody wants to achieve when they come to you for the very first time, their pain is the greatest. Their pain is as high as it's been as far as they want to experience a change in what their life has been up to this point. That's why the idea of giving something away for free when someone walks through the door is one of the craziest things you can do as a business owner. Now, I want to take it a step further, specific to the topic we're talking about right now. When people walk through the door, make no mistake, they've been trying on their own. They may have tried at another location. They've been trying to do maybe the at-home thing. They get they have Google. They know they could have looked stuff up. They're probably in a group or they've been talking to their friends or whatever. When they walk through that door, they are at the peak moment that they want to see results and have whatever they're about to invest pay off for them, which means the nutritional piece that is the piece, Tyler, you and I talk a lot about like guarantees. If you really want to plant your flag of being able to have someone, hey, you can guarantee results for someone. We all know what it looks like when we train five days a week so we can get fucked up over the weekends. Yeah. To start back over, you just are getting fatter, just slower. And yeah. you certainly are dying faster. So the odds are most people are doing that. Do you know how quickly you could get results? Tyler, you talked about Megan started um, playing with her personal training clients on the nutritional side of getting them right nutritionally in a gap that was like quicker than we have six or eight weeks or something we like have that. We tightened this down. I was like, let's go 28 days because we've built some of those before. Uh, I think she's got it down to 12. 12. 12. And by the way, everyone fucking loves it. It's just, guys, and it's not like an impossible scammy thing. It, it, but to the, the psychology that it sells to is the same as the 12-day cleanse, three-day cleanse shit. It just is like, let's spend 12 days. It's going to be strict as fuck. You're going to dump all your water. You're going to clean all your shitty habits up, and then you're going to feel a little bit better. And then at least that feeling good at the end of that is something that now you can build on from there. And some people take that 12-day thing, 
and they've replicated it over and over and over again and then that's what they basically do for 36 out of 40 weeks you know and that's where i wanted to or drive 36 out of 40 is, days yeah right right yeah. is how much trust can you build with a new client or a new member that walks through your facility that comes with you trust you enough to pay because they're ready to make a change and in the next 12 days 18 21 28 days they get more results than they did in the last six months two mm -hmm. years on their own the likelihood that they stay with you for oh. months and months and months is very high the likelihood that they buy something or stay on a higher level of service because you have proven your ability to help them be successful, feel awesome, look awesome. The retention game. Yeah. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. Plus you guys, it's really hard to get people. You know how it is. It's hard to get people results when they're not eating worth a shit. <clears throat> so if you've got people in your gym that have been there for years and they just look the same, well, we got to get, we talked about this before. Like, yeah, it's your fault, right? It is right. But you got to be offering them the services to make sure. Cause if they're, there looking the same and they want to be looking different, there's a gap to be filled that they should probably be paying money to fill. And that means perfect. Let me give you some nutrition guidance. That's the missing piece. Your job is to find the missing pieces as a coach. When you're coaching movement, when you're coaching just human psychology, when you're coaching habits, all of it is, is like, what is this one piece? We talked about this in strong fit, the key log. What's the one thing I can move out of the way right now? The first thing, the most important thing that'll get things moving. And so someone's stuck selling fucking nutrition. If they're bummed out, sell them nutrition, give them something to focus on, something to give energy on, something to give themselves over to, and that they know will work. Because it's the same thing that when they came into your gym from off the street, was I gotta give myself over to this person, I'm trusting this person, I'm trusting them with my body, my movement, exercise, all the shit, I'm gonna work hard because I want these results. And once that plateaus, that's an opportunity for you to level up their commitment. And just do better. You can do more coaching. You can't, by the way, you can't just give that away to them because you like them. You can't just do it because they won't fucking value it. They won't do it. They won't do it. Yeah. People that pay more, pay more attention. They adhere more. They do more because they put their money down because they're serious. I have given my nutrition stuff away. My, my base one, the one I sell for like 250, 300 bucks. That's just kind of the plan. I've given that away to four people who were just kind of in a spot. Four people that I liked, four people that I trusted who I think it will help. Do you know how many did it? You're the only one, John. <laughs> You're the only one. By the way, everyone I sell, when I sell it to people, by the way, frankly, because I don't think it's charging enough, about three quarters of them will do it. But that's an inversion, right? 75% right. adhere when you just bake. By the way, this is a set it and forget it thing for me, so it's nice. But 75% will follow through on it versus 24% or 25% if it's free. And I think that number too, truly, if I did it a hundred, it might be more like 10% would do it if it was free, if I gave it to a hundred people. So it's really important. So let's go back to this. If you're not offering it, you're not giving anybody any opportunity. You're not giving them a chance to succeed, whatever it is. What if you can't fulfill it? Find someone who can, that you can bring in a coach, find someone in your community who you can, who you can just make money selling the service for. Get the odds out there's a nutritionist in your community. Guarantee it. And make them put, by the way, and let me give you a little tip. Make them put together something that's specific for your people. 
by the way, that maybe it's a, a bit customized for your specific people so that, because here's the truth, most of the people that you're going to find in a lot of these businesses don't charge enough for their services and you are not going to want to be doing anything. We talked to one of our coaches in the group, in the gear Academy, you don't want to be handing people over for nutrition services and you just get $20. You know, I mean, you should probably, anything that's going to be worth your while should put a hundred bucks directly to your bottom line. So if it's totally hands off a hundred bucks for this, for the act of selling, because at some point, if you're not the one doing all the selling, you need to pay someone to sell, which means they may need 25, 30 bucks just for having the conversation, you know, or just delivering you a, a viable lead. So it's got to be worth your money, but look around, meaning that, but have them find a, a package that works for you. Maybe a length of time, maybe some different check-ins, maybe some fitness focused stuff, maybe some, uh, whatever, like real hard training type fucking concepts that are, are melded into the nutrition, whatever that is needs to sit so where they can make enough money to where they want to do it. And they need to make a charge enough money so that you get your kickback. That's worth it for you to sell. And then everybody wins. There's also other services that we refer people to that will actually train your gym, your coaching staff up. And that's the things that we build within our network within the gear Academy, but get in the gear Academy. We can talk to you about that if you're looking for that type of an arrangement we have a company that can come in and they'll set up train your coaches on how to do their system you'll have weekly calls and how to sell your members and they provide all the content and you just have a coach spending one to two hours a week fulfilling the nutrition stuff for all of your members and that runs year round it's it's a really good program so there are options out there and the piece that i always hear though is we're trying to sell nutrition or we're working on coming up with a nutrition thing but as we go through it's like God, i'm not seeing you doing any of it and that's the truth. So how long have you been trying to do, do a nutrition thing or trying to sell? Thinking about it is not doing it. Thinking about it is not trying. Writing something down, knowing that you're going to do it is trying. Start with that. Knowing that you're going to do something. But thinking about it out loud and wondering isn't trying. There's a lot of things in this thing that are not trying. So if you want to do nutrition, you need to start doing it. You need to figure it out. You are leaving. Let's just pretend that as a step up from your membership. Let's say you're the guy that's, you're just starting, you only sell memberships right now, right? Let's say your memberships, you're selling $200 memberships, that's all you're getting. This is an instant way to double your closing price for, at least, by the way, double your closing price for 90% of the new clients that you sell. Should be. What the fuck are you doing not doing this, knowing that the only thing you have to do is ask? Is how stupid is this? You don't, you, or, or try raising your membership price to $400, see how that goes or come up with a nutrition product that you sell for 200 bucks and you can offer it to every person who walks in your door. By the way, what if people, do you understand how many people are scared of coming into a gym and starting exercising and becoming an exerciser? I get messages from people who, you know, they're just, they, have a, lot of, that. they have a lot of personal barriers too. I had a message from someone the other day, it was injury, heart condition, back stuff, Literally, like, I can't do cardio at all because of my heart, which I find that hard to believe. I think you can't do, uh, what I think it means is I don't think you can do super high intensity shit. I don't think you know what right. cardio is, but I'm not going to fucking, I don't need to change anybody's mind. What they were presenting to me was just excuses that I wasn't interested in, in refuting. Mm -hmm. I have the heart issue. I have back pain. I have injuries. There's all this stuff, but I really need to lose weight. I've put on like 50 pounds in the last year and a half. This is a person that's pouring their soul out to you. What are you going to do? Well, I don't know. You should just join the gym. You're going to convince him to do the thing that they're terrified. That's not what they came to you for. Read between the lines. What did that person ask me? I need some help with the food stuff. I need some help with something that's not gym so I can lose this weight. Begging you, sell me nutrition, sell me nutrition, sell me nutrition. 
Perfect. Tell you what. Here's another concept. By the way, I'm going to give you a tip. Here's the one way that you can close nutrition for almost all your people. Here's the one line. It works really great. Do you know what percent of all of the calories that you eat in a day are used up by just by movement? It's less than 30%. Now, that doesn't mean exercise. Okay, so less than a third of your total intake of calories is burned up by your body's movements. But that actually isn't exercising. Exercise is anywhere between 5 and 10% if you exercise. Exercise is the least effective way to burn calories. Your body existing, when we talk what that 30% is for movement, you know what that is? Keeping your body upright, breathing, your heart beating, your eyes moving around, just all this regular basic shit, that is where the vast majority, over 80%, most likely over 90% of your daily calories are burned doing regular ass function stuff and that type of movement. You go to the gym, 10%. So what is 10% if you eat 3,000 calories a day? 300 calories? You're gonna work your fucking ass off in the gym. And if weight loss is your only goal, 300 calories? So what I always tell people, guys, burning, going to the gym does not burn near as many calories as you think. You could run for two hours, two hours of running, and that'll burn off three bites of a Snickers bar. And that's, <laughs> by the way, that is the truth. Right. So why work? If, if you have injuries, perfect. If you want to lose weight and you don't want to get started, you're afraid that that level of commitment, commitment's not just money. It's time and effort, right? That's part of the equation. So a lot of people will deny you the sale in joining your gym and coming up with coaching because actually they're afraid to fucking work hard physically, but they still want the results. So sell them the thing that they don't have to work hard physically then. Perfect. And if they are willing to commit, so that's what we talk about, downsell your, downsell your nose. Ah, uh, you know, I just can't afford personal training, but you know, I'll tell you what, you know, you really want to get this weight off. Boom. 300 bucks right here. I'll send you off with this kind of a one-off thing. It's a food plan and all this shit. It'll work great for you. Go poof. Done. Now you've sold them out the door. Now you don't got to deal with their lazy ass. That's, that's a big, big win for you. Okay. And on the other side is when people are coming into your gym to lose weight and are ready to make that commitment, you can say, well, listen, like you got to fix the food stuff too, because exercising is great for overall health and conditioning and building muscle and all that stuff. But if we're talking losing weight, you got to get your food right. Cause burning calories is to the gym is not where that's done. Gym is where we build good looking muscles. Right, gym is where we do get into shape, but you want to get a good physique, you got to eat your way to that, and you got to do it right, or you're going to be swimming uphill. You'll close everybody. That that one concept that tr training is not as effective for burning calories as most people think. That piece, put that on your fucking wall, and that's it. you'll sell nutrition to everybody. Everybody. I want to give another th free thing away. Fuck, why are we doing this? <laughs> because because I think it's too good. Because you and I have complained about this for a long time. We also have not talked to anybody about this before. So this truly is brand new. How often do we notice that when a coach who's been a great coach for a number of years becomes a gym owner, they get fat? Mm -hmm. Happens a lot. And I think it happens a lot. And when we look at coaches that have been coaches for years and they end up getting lost in the rabbit holes of their learning, they get fatter. Mm -hmm. The training gets less. Whenever you want to sell anything, you are your number one case study. Yeah. You personally are your best case study. 
you probably shouldn't sell, get big and strong and get jacked if you are 122 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. You probably doesn't mean you can't sell. coach it. Can't I'll give it. you all I'm, of it. Not, but but if a hundred people walked in off your street and I'm trying to sell get big, or you're trying to, or the average guy is trying to sell get big, I'm closing way more than that dude. That's the fact. So let's just be real. Right. I don't want to. We don't. I want to make sure that nobody gets upset. Yes, fuck I understand. Off. Like, but John fuck Blaine off, you little guys. It's gonna be right. okay. Right. It's all right. Fuck. The point <laughs> that we're making is that. A lot of times what I've found is like a barrier that people will put up is I've never done this before. So they lack that confidence to move forward. If you have interest in wanting to be able to sell nutrition, just like you said, Tyler, it's what are you doing right now? If your nutrition is not on point, there's an easy way to start to say, you know what? I want to sell a program in 12 weeks, in 13 weeks from now. Yep. I'm going to take a before picture of myself right now in week one. And then I'm going to take a photo of myself 12 weeks from now at week 12 as my big before and after that I can post and show that then allows me to sell that exact program to the next person that walks in. If you are a gym owner that has coaches, now you get the double down. Yep. Get them all. Because you can take everybody get their before and after photo and then immediately execute the exact same thing. Yeah. And now you have a bunch of before and afters because everybody has some skin in the game to have some success for this Mm -hmm. because they're coaches that want to be able to have the opportunity to have more people come in and see, and then it's, it's just prime for Instagram. Plus, as guys, as a gym owner too, there's this is one of the things John mentioned is you kind of let yourself go a little bit. You get busy, you get lost in the sauce, you get stuck in the business side of things. It's it's normal. It's it's common. What it, whatever I see it a lot. A lot of gym owners just train less. They're they're not able to keep their stuff as tuned up as it used to be. Well, this is a way to just make sure that you do it for the same reason that your client clients will spend money to make sure that they do it. Building, planning on building and developing and selling a nutrition program is a great excuse for you to lose that 20 pounds you've been wanting to lose. So fine, decide how you're going to do it, do it, document it, replicate it and sell it because now you got to lose 20 pounds and make an extra $20,000 this year. I don't know. Like it's not. And by the way, that number is probably low if you're trying, if you're really trying. So Sell nutrition. I don't know what to tell you guys. This, if, if you're not selling nutrition, you're fucking up. By the way, we talk about this. If you're not selling more than your memberships, you're fucking up. The reason we address nutrition is it is the thing that when people come in, when people are wanting to join a gym, it's the thing that they are also most likely to want to do. And it, by the way, they will most, it's easier to sell nutrition. Easily. It's easier to sell nutrition than it is to sell gym memberships. Because it's a consumable. It's consumable. You can just do it. You just do it. I don't got to go anywhere. It just tells me what to do when I do it. There's no responsibility on me other than following the thing. And you can make your thing as intuitive as you want. If you don't believe in macros, like my thing personally, I don't really like macros as a lifestyle. But the way I tell people is, you know, we got to, you got to know, you got to weigh your food. You got to count and weigh, measure and weigh your food for two weeks in the beginning of this. And then for another five weeks, you don't have to. And then you're going to measure and weigh your food for two weeks. And then you're going to go five weeks without. And that's how we're doing this because, and the way I always tell them, if your car didn't have a speedometer 
I bet you'd be going too fast a lot. Right? That's the truth. You just, you got to calibrate what you're doing with the reality of the situation every once in a while. So I don't believe in driving and staring at the speedometer the whole time and only worrying about the speed for the exact same reasons I don't fucking worry about making people weigh their food all the time. It's unsustainable and dumb and joyless. But man, every once in a while, you got to figure, you got to get right with the world. You just got to, you know, like, hey, let's not be deluded about what we're actually eating and doing. Pay attention to what you're putting in your body. Pay attention to how fast you're going on the fucking road. Okay, this is the same thing. So I've just given, we've given you a few things. I guarantee that with those few concepts, you'll be able to sell everything very, I don't want to weigh my food. There's your objection. That's how you address that. Well, I don't want it. You don't have to forever, but you got to do it every once in a while so you know what the fuck you're doing. And, but yeah, this is, it's, but like we said, people will come in and they already know that they need it. And that's the real reason that this is a thing you should be selling. Because they all walk in going, I need to eat better. Some of them are choosing to go to a gym so they don't have to address the fact that they need to be eating better. Absolutely. And they just would rather outwork it than miss out on nine minutes of frenzied mouth pleasure <laughs> and ice cream before they go to bed or something. You know what I mean? But I think it's important. It's your job as a coach as a good coach and as a good gym owner that's working with your people, it's your job to reframe the horrible psychosis that general society is just imposing upon people mm -hmm. when it comes to what we eat. Cause there is the misnomer where it's like, Oh, I got to work out. Oh, I got to, man, you had a great, you had somebody the other day was like, um, well, can I just add another workout? Yeah. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to like, I'm more, I don't want to, you know, I'm not hitting my number or I want to hit my number or whatever it was. And he's like, I would rather just, just eat a little bit more and just throw in an extra workout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're like, wait, finally started coming down. It's like, can I have you come in for a fourth workout a week? I was like, you don't want to pay me four times a week. Cause by the way, no matter how much I like you, I don't want to, I don't want to meet with you three times a week forever. That's the thing where we'll get you up to speed and I'll teach you what you got to do. But I don't want to do that. <laughs> not the same right. person i would rather get everybody up to speed and coach 20 people each one time a week by the way because then there's some there's a level of empowerment with this so for me that's where my first disconnect is i don't want to see anyone that often unless i'm married to you but on the other side of it it is it really is the truth it's like no i said no you can't and and, and, because... It, and it's because of the same thing we described take three less bites exactly stay home <laughs> like, three like, less bites. But that's so crazy. All the wear and tear of adding a fourth workout. By the way, the way I teach is you're gonna die. Like I, I'm not. We're not doing like I'm not trying to wreck your joints, but you're gonna do a lot of muscle work. I'm not interested in coaching some casual partial effort half cardio bullshit. You can do that without me. So I'm gonna be there to make sure the shit gets done and it gets real and we go to a real nasty place and that it's productive and valuable. And that's what we do. But you ain't doing that four days a week, dude. Especially not at this age, at whatever, you know, that's that specific client stage. So it's just really, really important to frame that for people so they know, because that's the lesson they need to learn. I have clients on both sides of the spectrum. I have two clients like that who are more is more is more is more. And they're people that have developed good discipline. You find these people in CrossFit a lot. They've developed good discipline, their habits. They'll show up five days a week. But they're kind of not really going that hard on any of them, because if they really did, then they just hate themselves to go that way five times a week. Or they're just kind of putting forth 70% effort five days a week because getting up and checking the box makes them feel accomplished. And by the way, in the beginning, that's 90% of it. You fixed your sit at home on your ass dysfunction. You got that sorted. Now you show up to the gym six days a week. 
And I have people, I have a client who did, did that with cardio, lost a ton of weight. Cardio, four, five, six days a week, like crazy stuff, but not regular cardio. It's like sprint intervals, running hills, all this type of stuff, right? We start doing strength training. I catch dude doing this, going to the gym. Like, I'll see him when I'm there coaching other clients. Like, what are you doing? Oh, I just felt like I'd, you know, and then I get stuff the other day and I, I won't, you know, but I get stuff where it's like, oh, I was doing this deadlifting. It's like, we're deadlifting on Friday. Your workout today didn't have it. Oh, my legs just felt good. I figured I'd kind of get a little bit in. I said, no. So then I had to put it down. And what it was is he didn't understand, even though I've said this a million times to the person, just didn't quite understand that what you actually need to do is rest. That if we're trying to build muscle, the, the principles of cardio are practically the opposite of the principles of strength training, right? What is cardio but not a catabolic event, right? Going in and doing cardio is an hour of depleting and draining and your body's just going to snatch up whatever it's got on it for fuel and it's not intense enough to switch to fucking this immediate sugar action like it's going to be if you're doing heavy training and then in the end you can kind of recover pretty quickly and be back out of that state but that is what it is that's what that and the higher intensity stuff is just that stuff and then that catabolic state extrapolates for longer so when we get into this shit where now you try to apply that to strength training well i'll just come in tomorrow i'll do a little bit more because i feel good no. How good would you have felt if you waited, if the deadlifts have felt if you waited two more days until I saw you on Friday? A lot better. Now I'm dealing with your ass that deadlifted two days before, and now you're not going to be near as strong, not near as hyped, not near. I should be, and, and so you have to get that frame to these people. If you want to come in on another day, it's, it's not about, if you stay home that day, it's not about you not being disciplined. Okay, if you can't sit at home without hating yourself, that's... Not to say, it's, it, those aren't related, right? You need to rest. That is how, if you want this thing to work, that's what you need to do. You can rest or go for a fucking walk. If you think activity is a thing, don't do activity that's counterproductive. Now is a long roundabout way of there are many ways that you do in coaching have to frame things for your clients in a way that makes sense to them because they don't know. They just don't know. And that some will mistake effort, just like your clients. You have those clients you coach five, six days a week in CrossFit and group classes. And what are you going to do? Tell them to go fuck home. Tell them you're not going to allow them to come. Me, I just cancel the appointment because it's personal training. I said, we're not doing that. I'm not accepting that appointment. But you don't have that luxury. They walk in through the door. They book the class. What do you do? You put caps on it. I don't know. That's the whole thing. But what you can do is tell them, what are you trying to get done? Exactly. What are you going to wear your shit out here so much for? Or having a conversation wait till shit breaks and then be like you're coming in here a lot if you what are you trying to do well i just like coming what are you trying to do um get a little bit of this weight off or maybe want to build a little muscle well you know that's not how you're going to do that right bingo and off you go and now you've presented a solution and to to two of the problems now that they one that they've created and another one that they've always had but that reframing is really important so guys you cannot just let your clients run amok but also understand that this thing that they want is you should be selling them for sure. So don't sell them 10 personal training sessions a week because they want it. But you sure as shit should sell them nutrition as an alternative to that. Because you'll make more money. Mm -hmm. One. And two, you'll get them better results. So you really are going to hit all you're going to hit all the major points. You want to make sure you're doing better by your people. But you also need to make sure you're putting money in your pocket. And God damn it, if these people keep showing up to every single class that I have, I'm going to run out of fucking time or I'm going to have to mm -hmm. hire a new coach. You can solve a lot of problems by instead of selling people what they want, sell them what they need.
and help them realize, listen, this is how we switch it. And yep. it starts with exactly as you said, Tyler, it starts with this nutritional piece because it doesn't matter if you want to look like the Hulk or you want to look like Ant-Man. Yeah. Here's nutrition's going to be there. And the other thing out there is that you look on the internet, there is a bazillion food plans that people can buy. There's free stuff. There's all sorts of free shit out there that a person, a client, if a person gets out there and is looking for nutrition advice or a nutrition program or nutrition coaching, they're going to find it. If they've come to you for weight loss and they haven't pulled the trigger on one of those things, just you are, you have all of their trust because you're the person in front of them because they just know they can look you in the eye and that you're not, this is the, that, that online nutrition coaching thing is so oversaturated that the only capacity, well, I have a strategy, and we talked to this about Hunter, I'm not dropping this one in this plan, but that's the only capacity with which I would consider selling remote nutrition for a gym is in that way that I was talking about selling it the other day. You want in on that line, get in the gear academy. But other than that, like that's, I, have, I would have no desire to offer that thing because you're building it, you're just, it's a shark, it's a sea just full of sharks already. Why bother getting involved in that? You're never ever gonna be able to rise above. I would say 2017, 18, 18 was probably the peak last time where you should have had a very big, very large-scale nutritional coaching system with a brand that people already recognized in a famous person's name. Beyond that point, there's no point in getting in and becoming an online nutrition coaching guru. It's too saturated. Nobody can, You'll never know good from bad if you're looking for the search. So when people are looking you in the eye and they have not hired a nutrition coach, they're almost a lock because it means they've just stayed away from all this stuff because it's confusing. So once they come to you, they trust you. They're in there. They're committed. They're at least invested enough to have a conversation with a person, which is a big, a much bigger investment in 2022 than people think. Guys, I think that's got us wrapped up. I think that's it. So sell nutrition. What the hell? And to quit thinking about it, go out there and do it. But just do it. Start selling it. Figure it out. What are you going to do? Because you always charge them two memberships. Can you double your membership price? And you think people still buy you? Think, if you double your membership, will 90% of your new leads still purchase? Or 90% of the people you close still accept that price? I don't think so. So this is how you do it. How can I make twice as much money as I am now? You're welcome. So go out there, get out there and do it. Uh, join the Facebook group. Links in the description. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Tyler F. Stone. Follow John at JBanksFL. Follow the show at the Gym Owners Podcast on Instagram. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next week.